Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, April 30th. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of the nasty car accident that Bianca, Justin, and I were in. And I swear this morning, when I was laying in bed at like 6.30 in the morning, I heard the screeching of tires outside, and it just, oh. So it was right about that time, about 6.30 in the morning, that, that we had that accident, and uh, I don't I was laying in bed this morning, so I don't know if what I heard was real or my imagination or what, but definitely reminded me. My face still hurts. Anyway, <clears throat> hey, happy Friday. <laughs> I hope everybody's had a good week. I hope you guys have had a productive week. I know I have. I've done all kinds of stuff. I cleaned the garage, got hooked up with a new pool service. Don't get me started on that whole fiasco. Um, yeah. That's pretty much all I've done. Oh, no, I did laundry, too. So, you know, I've had, I've had a productive week. Took a couple naps. You know, retired life is good. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know... I got to thinking about it, you know, last week, no, two weekends ago when all three of my kids were in town, we went bowling and uh, my daughter was with her boy slash friend slash thing. Um, my youngest was with his girlfriend and then it was me and my, my oldest and I thought, man, if people didn't know us, it would look like we're on a triple date. And then I got to thinking, when the heck was my last date? <laughs> and, you know, I don't remember. How do it have been four years, at least four years ago? I don't know. I haven't been on a date in so long, it's not even funny. It's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, dating is an interesting thing. <laughs> I went... Uh, this guy that I was going to meet, um, I had talked to a bunch online through um, through email and whatever, and I, I had really gotten to know him, and, you know, I was going to go have dinner with him for the first time, and I'm, you know, not incredibly stupid, so I was like, well, I don't want you to know where I live, because, you know, he could be a El Creepo, so... Um, there's a CVS right down the street, so I'll walk over to the CVS and you can pick me up there. Well, walk into the CVS, I'm going along and it's dark, and at this time, you know, this was several years ago, and Carbon was retired, so I just had my cane. And I'm walking along, and I, I'm right there at the CVS, and I turn, and BAM! I, whacked my head on something oh my gosh I didn't know what it was I saw stars it hurt so bad oh I wanted to cry I stood there and I and it's right there at the curb and people are at the stoplight so you know people saw that and I'm just standing there oh my god not one damn person asked if I was okay not one person asked if I needed any help I got blood coming out of my forehead nobody cared damn people anyway what it was, was a sign, somebody, there must have been a car accident or something, and the, a car had hit the right turn only sign, and it was at this weird, like, 
45 degree angle and I ran right smack into it. Well, I, I, I was meeting up with somebody. What was I going to do? I'm like, oh, geez, all right. So I'm trying my best to wipe my face off and I go over to the CVS and I'm standing there looking like an idiot. And I see Michael and, and uh, well, I didn't see him. He called. He yelled my name, but Anyways, I get in the truck and I tell him what happened and he's just laughing his butt off. And I'm thinking, this, this is not funny. This is humiliating right now. Like, how is this for a first impression? <laughs> he couldn't stop laughing. He thought it was great. You know? And then when I, and then when I think he probably almost wet himself when I told him that I had brought my gun just in case he was a Ah, oh, weirdo, and tried anything. Yes, I am that person. Oh my gosh. When I say it out loud, it sounds even more ridiculous. But it was funny. So we go, we have dinner, we had a great time. My head was throbbing. I just kept down the margaritas. What are you going to do, you know? <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, you know, nothing never came of the date per se but we we did build a great friendship and we've gone out several times and had a blast I almost got his butt kicked at a at a football game but you know you know I I, I you know I can't say maybe that's why I don't get dates <laughs> yeah I don't know um you know having the dog creates a level of anxiety when it comes to dating because, you know, guys want to feel like the man and here, hold my arm and I'll guide you and not run you into anything. Yeah, yeah sure. Especially after a couple of beers. Yeah, that's what I want. No, thanks. I'll take my sober dog over your drunk ass any day. Thank you very much. Um, but then there's also guys that are just like, uh, we're on a date and it should be just me and you. You need to leave the dog home. And I try so hard not to get offended. But, the, you know, the dog and I are a package deal. And yes, I do leave him home at times. And there are times that I can. You know, if I want to leave him home, yeah, I can. And, and I have. But if a guy wants to go on a date with me, he's got... It, it, He's got to at least be accepting of the dog. And if you're not, then I can't go on a date with you. I mean, it's that simple. Because it can't be every time I go out with a guy, I have to leave the dog home. That's not acceptable. You know, it's, it's well, I was going to say it's like having kids, but you want to leave your kids at home. So I guess it's the opposite of having kids. Okay, that, that made way more sense in my head. I'm sorry. Anyway, where was I? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, you know, once in a while, yes, I, I guess, you know, and, and, and again, it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm going out horseback riding, yeah, I'll leave the dog at home. If I'm going bowling, I'll probably leave the dog at home. However, if I'm going to an amusement park or on a hike, I'm taking him with me. You know, there's, I mean, there's certain things. And like when I do things on my own, 
When I go to get my nails done, I never take him because I know that even as well-groomed as I keep him, he sheds and, you know, the hair flies and, you know, women are in there spending money to get their nails done. They don't want a piece of dog hair in their nail. So I get it and I will leave him home for that. Um, if I'm going to get a haircut and I don't have somebody else with me, I will leave him home because I can't, where am, what am I going to do? Hold him right there while they're cutting my hair and all my hair is going to fall on him and it's just going to be a mess. So again, there are certain situations where I won't take him, but there is absolutely no reason why I can't take him out to a nice dinner. You know, I don't typically go to bars. I don't go out dancing. I just, every now and then, you know, I think, hmm, I'd like to go dancing, but I don't. You know, I, you know, thought if I ever got asked to go out dancing, I might go just because I haven't gone in 20 years or whatever. I don't know. <clears throat> but my point is, is, is dating is, dating is a pain in the butt. And, you know, I really feel badly for my visually impaired male friends because I would think that you would have to have an extra double dose of confidence uh, to go and ask a woman out. And I think it's awesome when I see married couples and it's a blind man and a sighted woman and they just make an amazing team and I think it's awesome. I think it's totally awesome. Um, but again, there is that respect of who the team. It's the respecting of the team. You know, when I brought Carbon home, um, Kim was not, my, my ex-husband was not really thrilled about me going to get the dog in the first place. He felt like I should be able to count on him. And it got to the point towards the end of our marriage where, uh, he wouldn't go in anywhere with me if I had the dog or my cane. He would send the kids in with me because he just didn't want to, because I was, I wasn't relying on him anymore. And it was, it was a it was definitely a shot to his ego and, and he was just not very confident. And for that to have been the case in my marriage, I can't, I can't imagine the level of confidence it takes for the man to be the one that's visually impaired. And, and, and God bless you, you know, and God bless those that are willing to, to take a chance on a guy that, that is visually impaired because it is hard. And, you know, the man wants to feel like a man. And a lot of times women are mean. They're just mean. And, you know, they'll put you down and, you know, belittle you and stuff. And that's just, you know, that's, that's not right. And so when I see a couple working together as a team, it's just, it's beautiful to me. It's just beautiful. Um, but that spouse has to be accepting of, of the dog's place also. Um, it's, it's, it's a matter of being independent when, I don't know how to word it. You're just, your independence is never taken from you. As long as you have this dog, you can get where you need to go. It just, it gives you that confidence and whoever you're going to date or marry has to be good with that. 
they cannot think that they're more important because, you know, you have, a, and I have a bond with our dogs that, that, you know, a sighted person isn't going to understand. Even, even a, another blind person that doesn't have a dog, you know, it, Justin doesn't understand the bond between this dog and me because he's never had it. So when it comes to dating, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, a man shows interest or whatever and then just says, uh, but you got to leave the dog at home. You know, to me, that, that says more about that man's poor self-confidence. Because I think that, you know, man wants a beautiful woman on his arm. But if people are looking at that beautiful woman and her furry four-legged friend, it, you know, I feel like there's a bad stereotype that's falsely implanted into men's minds and women's as well. Um, you know, but it, I, as a woman, I've noticed also that, you know, men, men are not looking for a relationship. And for that reason, I don't date, you know, because when I was dating, it was a, it was a matter of a man wanting to get something out of the date. Let's keep this g-rated okay um and and i'm not that that way and so a lot of times i would be in a situation where i would think well if this if you know if i go out with this guy and he wants me to go back to his house i've got my dog with me i don't have food i don't have you know so it it, it helps keep me from making stupid decisions uh for one thing but it also, it's a matter of you have something with you that, you know, if I ever went, if I, if I was a paraplegic and I ever was going to date a guy and he said, okay, but you got to leave your wheelchair at home, I would run him over, plain and simple. I'd run him over, you know. You don't deserve to date me you know, whatever. Um, Garmin is my help. And it has taken years, two years now, to get to the trust level that we're at. And if some dude that I don't know asks me out and expects me to trust him to guide me around in a dark area, he's got another thing coming because I am not, no, that's not happening. You know, it's just not happening. You know, and, and so I've stopped trying to date. I figure if God has a man for me, he's going to bring him to me, and I'm just going to go about my life. And, and for those of you that are struggling with dating, just relax, you know? Having someone is nice, but it's not, it's not, what, it's not necessary to be fulfilled. It, it really isn't. And... When you do find somebody that fulfills you, it, from what I'm told, it's worth the wait. Um, and I know lots of happy couples, and I think it's fantastic. But dating is hard. Dating is hard. I remember one of my first dates with my ex-husband. We went to Olive Garden, and I'll never forget it. He was in uh, 
cream colored, well, I guess they were khakis, but they were very light khakis, and a purple button-up shirt, and I reached over and knocked over an entire glass of raspberry lemonade in his lap, the whole glass. I was humiliated. Why do restaurants have to be so freaking dark? Do you not want people to see the person that they're sitting with? I really don't understand. And it can't just be me, okay? How much food gets spilled because the lighting in this, these places are so poor? It's awful and it's awkward. And you know, I've sat down at the wrong table. I've grabbed, oh, just the other night. I grabbed my daughter's drink. Uh, mom, no, that's mine. Like, why do restaurants have to be so dark? Do you not want to pay your electric bill? Is that it? Mood lighting? What kind of mood lighting do you need? I want to be able to see the food I'm eating. What if I'm trying to cut a piece of steak? You give me some light, people. Is that too much to ask? Just turn on the freaking lights. Come on. What? And, and how do the poor waiters and waitresses find their tables? Like, I get it. People can see in the dark. And obviously that is something I'm completely unfamiliar with. But it just seems to me like these restaurants should just give us a little more light. And why should I have to get looked at funny when I ask for a table with good light? I mean, really, is that such an awkward thing? Like, I don't understand. It shouldn't be that big of a deal for me to ask for a table with light. You know, and then the menu. See, there's another stressor. Do I have my date read the menu to me? Do I bring a magnifier and try to read it myself? Do I look at it on my phone ahead of time? Like, there's so many stressors and so much anxiety that goes into a date. It's not even funny. See, and the more I talk about this, the more I realize this is why I have not been on a date. Not just because I haven't been asked, because that is true also. I have not been asked. But I, I, it's just, it's, it's, it's aggravating. Dating is aggravating. And, you know, I feel for you. I feel for all you single people. I really do. And me also, I have a roommate. Sure. I could go out on a date, but am I going to bring some guy back to my house with my male roommate sitting here? Awkward. No, not going to happen. You know, it's just, but, you know, again, if a God has a quality man for me, he will bring him to me and I'm not going to have to worry about it. You know, uh, I think that, I think that dating has become less of a thing you know people hang out people fool around people you know people don't even just jump into marriage anymore people just aren't even getting married anymore people are just fooling around and friends with benefits and do who you want when you want and I, I, I really don't understand that. I really don't. I don't get that concept. And, you know, maybe as a teen, uh, not a teenager, but, you know, in my early 20s. But even then, that was 20 years ago, and, and that kind of stuff wasn't as acceptable as it is now. And I'm not even sure why it's acceptable now. You know, it just, 
whatever happened to just courting a girl? Whatever happened to being a gentleman and opening a car door for a girl? Holy crap. I, you know, I was engaged to a guy and I, I, he was very good about opening the door for me, but I, I wanted him to open it for me getting out of the car as well. So we got to a point where he did getting in and getting out of the car every single time he opened the door for me. And I remember being at the gas station one time and a lady saying, oh, you don't find him like that anymore. Hold on to him, honey. You know, other people have, you know, women have said, look, he opens the door, you know. And it's always nice when, when my man can, you know, set an example for other men. It's kind of fun. But, you know, you just, you don't see that stuff anymore. And, and men my age now are, for whatever reason, they all have young kids or, you know, ex, like five ex-wives. And I just, I just don't understand. I, I don't understand. I don't understand dating. I don't understand relationships. Now, granted, I have two divorces and, and a couple long-term relationships that, that failed. And so I am not by any means a relationship expert, but I do know that women want to be treated with respect. Women do like gifts every now and then. Not talking jewelry, you know. And, and so it takes some effort on a guy's part to keep a woman happy. And women are a pain in the ass. We are moody. We are snarky. We are hard to get along with. We absolutely are. But if you treat us like crap, that's just going to make it worse on you. So I, that, that doesn't do you any favors. I'm trying to help the men out here. But it does work both ways. Ladies, if you've got a good man, treat him with respect and, and honor him and, and, you know, spoil him. You know, if, if you're in a relationship, you guys need to treat each other like kings and queens. You know, spoil each other. Don't just do for them what you would want to have done for you. Don't treat someone the way you would want to be treated. Find out how they want to be treated and treat them that way. You know, it's, it's not rocket science. It, it's really not. And in all reality, if you know you're better off alone and not in a relationship, but you want to date, then hey, more power to you. But just be honest. Like, chicks can handle honesty. You don't got to lie. You really don't. Um, you know, as long as everybody's on the same page, then, you know, dating should be fun. It should be a great experience. It should be a good time for both people. No expectations, no frustrations. Just hang out and have a good time. Like, quit putting so much pressure on yourselves. Anyway, that's all I got for you today. I really just wanted to to touch base about that because I, I got to thinking about it and you know it is on my heart I do like to go out I like to have a good time and uh, you know be be respectful to each other that's all I'm saying uh, you guys got any comments concerns snide remarks questions as always, our contact info, we've got GarminNavigates at Outlook.com if you want to shoot me an email. At GarminNavigates is our Twitter page, and we have the Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin Facebook page, and you can also find us on LinkedIn. Uh, pick your pleasure. Send me a note. 
Uh, looking for topics to talk about on Tuesday. I'm not really sure where I want to go with it. So any ideas you guys have are greatly appreciated. Start a conversation on Facebook, on Twitter. Send me an email. You know, let me know what you guys want me to talk about. Uh, until then, have a great weekend. Do something fun. And, uh, you know, hit me up. Until Tuesday, guys, God bless you.